taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. He's been quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout, Dallas Center Drive. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Podcast. Happy Christmas Eve, everyone, and welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast number 32. We delayed a day just to be here on Christmas Eve for you so we could have a, a, a really neat little poem Christmas message at the end. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kind of recovering ourselves from all the broadcasting that's been going on over the past two weeks, letting our voices rest for a nice time off. But Let's jump right into things, and uh, we'll hear a word from our sponsors. We come back, we'll take a look at the couple games that the boys' basketball team played last week, a recap on the girls' game from Friday night, and then we'll take a look at the wrestling and swimming teams and see what they've been doing, and then we'll give you an update on when the basketball, football, or not football, but not basketball and wrestling seasons uh, and swimming seasons kick back up after the first of the year. And then we'll end with a special message. So let's hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Hey there, I'm Joey Polyi, third generation owner of Polyi's and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polly Eyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Maine and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. All right. Thank you to Polly Eyes Pizza and Grinnell Mutual for your sponsorship all year long on the podcast and throughout the basketball and sports season. Uh, Let's take a look at basketball. Let's go to girls basketball first. Uh, Girls had a game against Dallas Center Grimes. They came into the Grinnell main gym. Uh, it, It started out. The Grinnell was just spot on. Uh, Blake and I, we in the pregame, we talked about what was going to make the Grinnell girls a, a better basketball team and get off to a faster start, and it was all revolving around three-pointers. Uh, they jumped right out in the first quarter, took a 16-10 lead, and then from there, they never really looked back. They had a little bit of, of even play when it came into the third and fourth quarter, uh, second quarter had a really good quarter, 17 to 13, uh, jump over top. Uh, these are individual quarter scores. Uh, third quarter was an even match score. Uh, each team scored 17 points. And then in the very end, the fourth quarter, uh, Grinnell edged them out by one point, a 24 to 23 um, victory just in the fourth quarter. Ended up the total score was 74 to 63. Uh, scoring leaders on the night were led by Hayden Hole with 19 points. Uh, Sarah Goslink was 17. Uh, Meredith McKnight uh, with 15 points. Ivy Schmidt with 12 points. And then just kind of scattered out uh, with three pointers from Lauren Pease, McKenna McKnight, and Caitlin Van Corpenal. Leah Harris chipped in too. The uh, kind of the unique thing was, is like I said, the three-pointers were definitely on. 
But McKenna McKnight, which in the past couple games has been the three-point go-to person, she only had one uh, to go with that. So three-point made on the night. Uh, Sarah had five, and Hayden Hole had five. So that was a, a pretty good uh, consistency there. That really made the, the points come out in the end. Uh, Steel-wise, the uh, press was working okay, not as, as good as it had been in the past. Uh, overall steals, uh, McKenna McKnight had two, Hayden Hull had four up on the front of that, and then Sarah has down here is one. Uh, we actually, I counted three in the game, so a couple were missed in there. Rebounding, the uh, rebounds throughout the game were uh, even, uh, 18 rebounds on defense and 11 rebounds on offense, again, Hayden Hull led that with uh, 12 rebounds overall. So a very good game for Hayden Hull. Uh, I, I think she'd be quite happy. That was her first game that she has started uh, in place of Keeley Idol, which is out with a, an ankle injury. So we'll see how uh, Keeley's recovery comes back, but I'm sure we'll see Hayden back in there uh, in the future. So, you know, we, we sit down with Mark uh, Kevitt after the game. So let's go and listen to that interview. And we'll be right back. We'll follow up with the boys' games, and we'll be back. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice game to, to bring back in to uh, go into Christmas break. I think you guys do have a scrimmage right before Christmas. Is that correct, or right after Christmas? We, uh, we have our annual scrimmage uh, the, the, 30, the 31st December, usually in the morning or whatever. That's okay, so this kind of gives you a little bit of motivation going into that. That game of, of and in the Christmas break. I mean, anytime you come off, we're just kind of going through the the scorebook here, looking down. You know, the the three pointers made. I think are at 18 for the ball game. We talked a little bit, Blake and I did in the pregame. Is what's going to be the difference of the the ladies coming out tonight? And it seems like if they can start out right out of the right out of the gate. And we'll say that gate when we're playing the, the Dallas Sign Grand Phillies. But yep. when they come out and they can hit those first two, the confidence level just rolls 100%. Any enlightenment on what is that magic right there? <laughs> I agree with you. You know, we're so young as a team. I think some of those girls need to see that first shot go in. And it's just almost like a relief. They relax. And that happened tonight. We made some shots early kind of got that lead. You knew that DCG was going to make some runs. I mean, that's obvious. Like, they're a really good team. So they're going to make runs on us. I thought our intensity was great from the start. The girls were hustling like crazy. Defense, we were pretty good. We've been working a lot on our defense. You know, we still make mistakes and break down, but I thought it was much better tonight. But if I had to say one thing, the intensity was there tonight. When we least play at that intensity, we can make things happen because we're going to play full court press. That's what we do. We're not a half court team. We just can't play half court very well. So we have to make it kind of crazy out there and get well, it going. And force the turnovers. Unofficially, I think that we had Dow Center Grimes had nine turnovers in the first half and another six, six questionably seven turnovers off of the press and, and just even forcing on the half court defense. Uh, get inside there, just making those simple mistakes, trying to get the ball in. Yes. And, you know, when we watched the first half, it, to me, we saw or noticed there was a lot of just missed shooting by Dallas Center Grimes. Yes. And we were fortunate that they were getting their, they were getting their first rebound, 
but missing again. And then we did get the second rebound. I could see Trent kind of jump and, and give a little yell and the toot out here and there. But the second half, that kind of turned around a little bit, the rebounding part anyway, and uh, they made some adjustments. Playing multiple people with Keeley Idol out, you had a new person, I think Hayden Hall, into the mix on your, yep. your starting lineup. A little bit more quicker rotations. We saw Lauren Pease in there a little bit faster, a little bit Caitlin Van Corporal also. That mix seemed to go a little bit quicker than we normally were seeing it. Yeah, and, and Trent, you know, I mean, we talk about doing certain rotations, but sometimes the game just dictates different things, and tonight was a classic example. Kind of went away from what we normally do now. Obviously, it was a little different. Hayden's starting. Keeley's out. Lauren Pease has been injured, and she's coming back, and she did some good things tonight for us. Um, yeah, the, the rotations, the girls just got to be ready for it because you never know when Trent's going to call your name, and, and you might have a different role than what you're used to. And then towards the end, you know, the last probably quarter, Trent kind of stuck with most of his top five players and kind of tightened the bench a little bit. Well, if you're more senior leaders, the girls that have been through it a little bit more. It, it seemed like when Dallas Center Grimes came out, it wasn't right away in the second half, but when they got within that nine points, they threw out that full court press a little bit heavier yes. than, than we've seen all game. I mean, they were kind of presenting like a half court pickup, but to bring it all the way up to the, the free throw line, they seemed to struggle a little bit with that Ooh. right off the bat. A little, we struggled a lot. <laughs> we we uh, If teams watch that, they'll be pressing us a lot if they have that. You know, over the last two or three years, we've had teams that other teams were scared to press us because we were so athletic. And, and so we're probably not used to it because we just haven't been pressed. And then being young, we kind of got nervous and we kind of let them hang around because just just catch it. We got to get out of this habit of catching the ball on the inbounds pass and just standing there and letting the double team come to us. Trent wants to catch and go and then make the pass. Right. And it kind of too many times lobbing it over. We got a lot to work on that, no doubt about it. Well, it seemed like when, when we finally did get to break that press, uh, it, more and more it was if we could maintain the ball and when we got across because it seemed like a little bit sloppy, you know, just ball control. Once they got to the half-court point and maintained it, and then it was like, okay, now we can set up and go. Yep. But it was that nervousness, and you can see a little, you know, frustration just in Ivy alone. Oh. She was like she wasn't used to having that pressure yes. put on her right away. Get a little uncomfortable, yep. and then all of a sudden it gets tighter and tighter. And, the, and then in turn, her frustration, she takes it back on yep. the defensive side, which yeah, that was the worst part of it is it got the best of her tonight. And, and the last foul, it wasn't a foul on her. That foul sh should have been on Sarah. But and she came, across, <laughs> she came out of the bench smiling. I think she knew it wasn't on her. But it, it, all in all, great ball game. Coming back, you guys, let's see, we go on the road for our next game after Christmas break. We got a tough one. We play CPU on the road right off the bat. And that's a Saturday. That's another a yeah. Saturday afternoon. I think that's January 4th or yeah. something. Yeah, in a gym. You never know. Saturday games are tough, really tough coming out of a break. You're just kind of a sleepy Saturday. You don't know what you're going to get. Kids are only in school for two days, yeah. so it's not really much of a – they haven't been getting out of bed like they should have been for seven, eight days. and. Trent told him to take that. We're, or we're not practicing tomorrow. Just let him go. We told him to come back Friday. So it's nice to let him have a week off. Yeah. Uh, we got to be careful with this team because being so young, 
we don't want to hit that wall, that freshman or that wall. That's a long seat. Well, thank you for coming up. Again, congratulations. Tell Trent, nice game played. All the girls, great game played. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys. I'll be in the crowd cheering you on when we go to CPU. But good luck with there, and, and have a good Christmas. You too, and thank All you right. very much. Hopefully the boys can get a win here. Well, we look forward to it. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. All right, thanks again once to Coach Kivett, the assistant coach for the Grinnell girls basketball team. They come off a 74-63 win. All right, thank you again, Mark, for that interview. Uh, Mark comes up during the first part of the uh, boys' game, so you're getting ready to hear all the noise in the background. But we just wanted to share that with everyone. We think it's good input when the coaches come up. Uh, we'll be right up front honest with you. We don't expect the coaches to come up after losses. Uh, but after victories, we like to see what's going on on the, the good side for the team. And, and I'm, everyone likes to talk about a win. I know a week ago we had Cole McGriff up instead of a coach, so that was kind of neat for the boys' side. All right, Monday night, Knoxville came to town. Uh, this was just a boys' game, so JV, ninth grade, and the uh, varsity played. Uh, good, good performance in some aspect of how they played, but when they couldn't come down to it, they just couldn't get four quarters to work out. Uh, and when, when I say that is Knoxville jumped out to a quick 18-10 to 10 lead uh, just behind solid shooting from Kern Nichols. Uh, they also uh, had some pickup play coming back the other side. So Kern Nichols chipped in 36 for Knoxville, and the other contributor for Knoxville was Spencer Hickson. So between those two, they were the, the go-getters um, you know, even though Hicksonoy had one three-pointer made, Kern Nichols had four, but they just had a lot of good team play that allowed them to get get out, get in front of the ball, and see the court. You know that the turnovers were kind of a kicker for uh, Grinnell. Uh, A.J. Wilkins on the scoring side had 11 points. Mateus Durr. And Owen Kaufman, kind of the junior duel down there in the, the post position. Mateus had 15. Owen had 14. The the guards chipped in. McGriff with five. And uh, our power forward, Jake Hull, had six. And Trey Goldman, as a junior off the bench, had six. Uh, but it was just a rough game. Between getting an inside to Owen and Mateus, that worked really well in the uh, second quarter. The third quarter, Knoxville kind of shut it down. The fourth quarter was kind of an even pace game. Um, but even with that, we still had frustrations built into us. Uh, Owen Coppin fouled out with five fouls. Uh, Cole McGriff had four, and Mateus had three. So it kind of put our people in position where you couldn't play that aggressive defense like we normally would see out of the team. And, and then just, you know, the shooting woes kind of continued. We only had two three-pointers on the night. So that, that's a little bit, you know, from a team that's typically looking at three-pointers as our points to gather up to win ball games. When, when you're off and you're not missing or when you're not hitting, that's just a kicker. And it's not that we threw up tons of three-pointers either. We only had, uh, we still, we shot 33%. We went two for six. It's just the opportunities. Knoxville was a good defensive team. Come out on them. Played it. Played pretty pretty tough defense there. So let's jump over to the Dow Center Grimes game. 
Uh, Dow Center Grimes, they, they ended up losing 49 to 60. So within, uh, brought it down to 11 point uh, deficit. Uh, Dow Center Grimes has two good athletes also uh, between uh, Rankin, uh, which was their leading score for the, the evening. And then they also had a uh, Cole Glasgow, excuse me, Cole Glasgow was actually their leading scorer with 18 points. Uh, and then Rankin only had 13 points, and Thomas had 12. But they were kind of their go-to people. Uh, Glasgow was a tough one on the Tigers for the night. He went four for six on three-pointers. Uh, Rankin had two for six on three-pointers, and Lego tossed in uh, 11 for three. But, you know, overall, I think what kind of hurt the Tigers on the night was the rebounding, the rebounding coming from the Dallas Center Grimes on defense. They walked out of there with 19 uh, defensive rebounds and then turned around were able to get 14 of their own offensive boards, which then turned into points coming back the other way. So that that's always a difference when you're talking about how the game is going to come out in the very end. For the Tigers, uh, Jay Cole was the leading scorer with 12 points, uh, Cole McGriff with 9 Owen Kaufman with eight, Mateus Durr with six, and then uh, A.J. Wilkins with seven. Three-pointers were a little bit better on the night. It actually kept the Tigers in the ball game. They went six for 11, so a little bit better percentage there. Cole McGriff uh, had nine of those points from, so he had three for five, so Cole had a great night. Uh, and then rebounding-wise on the offensive boards, the Tigers were only able to pick up seven rebounds. Uh, defensively, uh, with the shots that Knox, or excuse me, Dallas Center Grimes was taking, they were able to get 21 uh, rebounds on defensive boards and, you know, contributed 100% to Owen Kaufman down in there and Jake Hole and A.J. Wilkins. Those were the top go-getters for our rebounding. And, you know, you just have to, you know, where were we going to be able to finish the ball game? Uh, the turnovers, we had quite a few turnovers. The nice thing of the ball game was points that were scored. Uh, assist leaders, uh, we had a lot of assist leaders. Owen Kaufman was five, Cole McGriff with five, AJ and Jake each chipped in five assists. So those were pretty big, you know, when going into the ball game and seeing what's going to, you know, be the output to get the ball inside and feed whoever's in there. Uh, fouls, we did get into a little bit of a foul problem. Uh, four fouls on Owen Kaufman, five fouls on Mateus Deer, five fouls on uh, Trey Goldman, uh, which made us go one person into the bench a little bit further than uh, they have been going on their seven-man rotation. So Tyler Walker came in and got some playing time just to kind of take the pressure off where we had so much foul trouble. So those are... The recap, the total score or the ending score was 49 for the Tigers and 60 for Dallas Center Grimes. So that kind of rounds out the basketball. Let's jump over and see what the wrestlers are doing. All right, the Tiger wrestling team traveled up to Roland Story for a wrestling tournament on Wednesday the 21st. Results from the Roland Story tournament were the Tigers placed fourth out of 12 teams, so Quite a few teams that are there. First place on the podium was Brock Beck, Landon Kirby, and Cam Stevenson. Third place on the podium was Eli Rose and Garrett Heater. Fourth place goes to uh, Hayden Eaton and White Hunter. 
Sixth place, Josh Osborne. And seventh place is Max Lovell. So congratulations to those on the wrestling format out there on the Rolling Story Tournament. Uh, we also have kind of a special announcement here for the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. We are going to actually live stream two wrestling meets, and I'll have those dates for you. We are going to be January 16th, which is a home wrestling meet, and January 23rd. Myself and Dave Kaizen are going to go ahead and take the helm for that. We are actually one of them is a triangular so we'll actually be running three cameras always try to put the one as a spotlight wrestler and then you'll have two flanking cameras on each side and then the last one's just a, a regular uh, matchup wrestling meet and we'll have that was the main screen uh, we've i've kind of worked on it we'll have simplified scoring it won't be super uh, high tech but the big thing is, is to get the exposure out there for a wrestling meet and on the 16th and 23rd, I do not have basketball commitments on those nights, so we're going to go ahead and get those worked in there for all the wrestling fans out there and uh, put a smile on some Grinnell Tigers. So, hint, hint, John Osborne, if you're listening, I know you're already smiling because you know about it. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Let's go hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll come right back, and we'll see what's on the format for after Christmas. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauli, third generation owner of Pauli Eyes and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit PauliEyesGrinnellIA.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Pauli Eyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. When I took over this farm from my dad, I knew our future success required making major changes in our operations. That meant adding acreage, more and bigger equipment, investing in powerful technology, hiring employees. We even started a seed business. Fortunately, working together with Grinnell Mutual and my local mutual insurance company, my agent was able to cover everything, giving us more trust in tomorrow. All right, thank you to our sponsors again, Poly Ice Pizza and Grinnell Mutual. All right, we'll take a quick look here at what's going on uh, for the rest of this week. It is pretty much dead at the Grinnell High School. It is Christmas break, so there's no school. Uh, I know the basketball teams are Friday after their game. The coaches let them go with no practice through the Christmas break all the way until this coming Friday. Uh, pick up next Monday, the Grinnell Varsity Boys have a scrimmage in the Grinnell High School gym at 9.30 in the morning just with multiple teams to come in and kind of get them refreshed back up, ready to go. Uh, same as on the 31st, the Girls Varsity has a, a annual uh, scrimmage that's in the morning. Obviously, the first is off. The kids go back to school on the second. Uh, the next game that we talk about, basketball or football or anything is saturday january 4th and this is a big day so the wrestlers the boys have an invitational uh multiple schools at williamsburg high school go back to josh wardenberg's hometown and then the basketball teams all of them so the grinnell varsity girls jv girls and varsity boys and jv boys and jv 
two boys, which is the ninth grade, they all travel up to Center Point Urbana. The ball games start at 11 a.m. in the morning for the JV girls and ninth grade boys, 12.30 for the JV boys, and 2 o'clock start time for the Grinnell girls varsity. The 3.30 is the start time for the boys varsity. So everyone should be home by the 6 or 7 o'clock hour, but that is a morning and an afternoon of wrestling uh, at Williamsburg and basketball at Center Point Urbana. And then the boys, JV boys and ninth grade boys go to Pella Christian. And then Tuesday night they have the follow-up with the varsity game since the Pella Christian only has one game. So that is our sports recap and a look ahead to what the future is. We're going to have a, a special reading here. This is a, a little fun that we're going to throw into the Tiger Sports Network. If you all just kind of bear with me, I thought that we need a little bit of uh enjoyment as we go into the Christmas holiday. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the gym not a creature was stirring, not even a wrestler was wrestling. The stockings were hung by the scoreboards with care in hopes that St. Nick would soon would be there. The coaches were all snuggled in their beds with care as visions of three-pointers and touchdowns and takedowns danced in their head. And Mama and her kerchief and I and my cap just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the football field there rose such a clatter, I sprang from the press box to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash. I tore open the shutters and slid open the sash. The scoreboards were lit with the shining moon as it gave luster to the new fallen snow across the end zone. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh with a tiny reindeer. With the little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his cursors they came. He whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Downer and Blitzen. To the top of the scoreboard, to the top of the school. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. So up to the press box, the cursors they flew with a sleigh full of presents. And then in a twinkle I heard on the roof prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and I was turning around, down the chimney St. Nick came with a bound. He was dressed in full fur from his head to his feet, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of footballs, basketballs, volleyballs, and tiger headgear for all the athletes alike. He had flung it on his back and he had looked just like a peddler opening his pack. His eyes twinkled with tigers, his dimples how merry. His cheeks were painted with go tigers. His nose was like a cherry, his draw little mouth was up like a bow, and his beard on his chin was white as snow. The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth. The smoke encircled his head like a tiger wreath. He had a broad little face and a round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink in his eye and a twist to his head gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to work, filled all the stockings on all the scoreboards, and then turned with a jerk. Laying his finger aside his nose, giving a nod, and up to chimney he rose. He sprang to this sleigh, to his team he gave a whistle, and away they all flew like a down of a thistle. But then I heard him explain as he drove out of sight, 
Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. As I thought he was gone, he made one more pass. I faintly heard him say, and go Tigers, go Tigers. Good night. Thanks for joining in to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. And everyone have safe travels on your Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And from Blake and I and Craig C, we'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you back here for our next broadcast on New Year's Eve, which, as an FYI, this is our countdown to the top five sports moments of 2019. Merry Christmas, everyone. Down, taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. It's been quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout, Dallas Center Drives. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Any use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.